Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. I can't read uh, Don't worry, Eddie. Someday you're going to grow tall, just like these trees. Yeah, but for now you're having to do all the work. I don't mind, Eddie. I do? I want to help. If I wasn't here, would you go faster? Yes, Eddie. But it wouldn't be as much fun. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... You're an extraordinary man, and I hope you're as proud of me as I am proud of you. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for showing me from bad I guess I'm only really trying to say thank you for being my dad wow <laughs> that's a little hard to listen to honestly um but a beautiful hard to listen to. I've got Scott with me this morning. I bet you're wondering what the name of this show is. Well, I couldn't get it out in play like I want to because my eyes are all teared up after hearing that. But your father's favorite is Habakkuk. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's right. Today's show is your father's favorite, his Habakkuk. Which, oh, we've got a secret for you today. I get to share another secret with you about Habakkuk. We're going to get to that. But if you are listening closely, and you're of Scott and Mai's generation, and even Beth Ann, she, she's heard of it, then you're familiar with the TV show, The Courtship of Eddie's Father. If you've never seen the show, it was a really, you know, <laughs> a delight of a father and a son, and and. You could tell that the father was definitely delighting in the son, and, and I love what he said. It wouldn't be near as much fun if, if you weren't along, and so many things with our fathers we hope are that way for you. But I, I'm very aware that the subject of father for some is extremely painful, and so I'm hoping that today as we talk about these things, rather than thinking about the painful part of that experience, it is one of the neat things we do in Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp or when we talk, do the, the fatherhood talk is whoever does the talk, and I've had a chance to do it a few times, you go back and you try to find the fathers that God put in your life. In other words, there was maybe a coach or a Boy Scout leader, or if you're a girl, you know, there was a man that helped you you know, in, as a teacher, or or maybe it was a choir director. I don't I don't know, but it was a pastor, I hope. But there were men that, that God put in all of our lives, 
that he's been orchestrating. He he's the father, and he's not the backup plan. Okay, he's not like oh well, father, he's going to come in and father you because no, 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 no. He was the master, and he has been orchestrating fathers into your life ever since the beginning. Now I'm hoping that it was your earthly father, you know, that your natural father. But if it wasn't, I can assure you, God's been putting all these people in your life, and so. When we're thinking about this today, your father's favorite, when he delighted, and I'm talking about the other man, it, it didn't necessarily have to be your natural father, so I don't want to bring up something hurtful. I want to bring up something beautiful, and then we're going to talk about this Habakkuk. So, and when you saw your father delight, what did that look like in, in your life? So can I give you a picture of what it looked like for God for a minute? <laughs> Here's this beautiful thing. I, I really thought that today's show was going to be about your father's favorite and that kind of stuff. And then he showed me something completely different this morning. And here's what it looked like. So we have in the scripture this unbelievably beautiful picture of what I call a God hug. And it's a three-way hug between Jesus, his father, and the Holy Spirit. And we get to see it one time. And it's when Jesus comes up out of the water of baptism we now have the Father speaking over him, and he says, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And at the same moment, the Holy Spirit is coming down, descending on him like a dove. And, and if you haven't pictured this embrace, picture it with me, that this is the Father delighting in his Son, and, and the Holy Spirit giving us a picture of this three-way God hug. Well, years ago, years ago, I don't know how many years, but anyway, I told this story, and every morning in prayer, I use it to help get me sort of oriented, and there was this little boy, he was about three in the story, he was a missionary's son, and the missionaries had been given, you know, they were here on furlough, and they'd been given this lake house, a beautiful lake house with a boat and a boathouse, and he, the little three-year-old boy and his two sisters, or maybe it was a sister and a niece, were out playing and the sister and the niece were supposed to watch out for him. They were six or seven. He was three, but they didn't keep track of him. And, of course, he went right for that pier where the boat was. And, uh -oh. the, you know, he was going to go get in the boat, he thought, but he slipped and he fell in the water. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. And he doesn't come up. And the girls scream, and the father comes running out of the oh boathouse, and he goes and dives into the water trying to find the son. He can't find the son. He comes up for air. He tries again. He can't find the sun now. The third time, he's thinking, wow, it's been too long. You know, wow. he, he's not going to make it. And so he reaches out with everything he has. The water was real murky, so he couldn't see. And he finally finds the boy. And when he finds the boy, he has a death grip on the pier. Wow. Underwater. Oh, my god. And he's got to literally peel his arms off this pier in order to get him. And when he does, of course... The boy needs artificial respiration. You know, they they do that. The boy recovers. They don't even have to call an ambulance. Yeah, and, and so that you can picture the father, the son. They're sitting on the on the the beach right there. After about thirty minutes, when they've composed themselves, maybe an hour, the father looks to the three year old and says, "Son, why were you holding on to that pier with that death grip?" Hmm. He said, "Dad, because I knew you'd come." Well, <laughs> that story got into Imagery. my soul, and often 
I don't, when I pray in the morning, I cannot get my bearings. I just cannot find where I'm, and I'm, and, and it's part of my normal practice to ask the Holy Spirit to groan for me because I don't have a clue what it is I really need. So, and while we're doing this, because I'm familiar with this picture of this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, I picture myself often hugging, holding on to them with the yeah. same idea in mind, Scott, of I'm holding on to the peer or the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We're in a God hug for everything that we have. Yeah, good imagery. Right. Yeah. And so this morning, I'm doing that because I'm trying to find my bearings. I got a show to do. <laughs> I got all these things. <laughs> and he says to me, well, Robbie, there you go. I want you to go on a embrace mm. journey to discover what this word really means. And so we, we begin to go look and I find out that, oh my goodness, that word in Hebrew, like the word play, this is a secret. Don't tell a Pharisee this or a Sadducee. They get really mad, Scott. Shh, shh, shh. So here's the secret. The word is holy. Okay. I mean, there's holiness inside that word embrace. I got it. You got it? Yeah. All right. So think about it with me now. When you were embraced by your father, the, the man... Now, I'm not talking about a bad embrace. I'm talking about one that was like, oh, my goodness. Mm. When did you really, really, really need that from an earthly father or a heavenly father? And so I do have, I got a little bit of an embrace last week, two weeks ago. I, I asked, I needed help with the Jesus labor of love. And Scott called and, and volunteered. And so we got Scott Barton on with us today. Welcome, Scott. Oh, Thank you for having me. What a privilege. And it's going to be really fun. He's going to share how God's been helping him give some God hugs to some widows and, and um, single moms this week. So we're going to be talking about that. I have my friend, one of my students from my special needs class, Andrew, is hanging on in Moxville. And tell, you know, I'm hoping you can hear me, Andrew. I am going to get to you here very shortly. But I got to start this story. So I was on a Jeep Jamboree in 1996. And I had put my car into, and we pulled off to the side to unlock the hubs. This is back when Jeeps had locked yeah. the hubs. Okay? Oh, I remember. And the people behind me, there was a great big line of cars, failed to put their car in park uh, or oh. put the emergency brake on, as the case may be. And so as I got out of my Jeep, that Jeep came down the hill mm. and crushed me between the two cars. Oh, no. If you haven't heard that story before, but there's a God hug involved, and we're going to get to that in a minute. We're going to get to Andrew. We're going to get to Scott. we got so much going on with this, your father's favorite and his Habakkuk. Wait till we get to this Habakkuk thing. It's going to blow your mind. It's unbelievable. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
father's favorite and his Habakkuk. So when you look up the word embrace in Hebrew, you're going to find it's a Habakkuk without the extra kick. (laughs) 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 So you're saying, Robbie, why did you call it a Habakkuk? Well, here's the deal. Habakkuk ends in a kuf, which is sort of that letter we talked about last week that's in the word play that has to do with holiness. And and I could go into a lot of stuff about the other two letters, but I'm not going to do that. But I'm just going to add the ik on the end of it, okay? So when you have a habak, then that original hug, that's pretty cool. But when you get a habakik, then, oh, wow, then it's got an extra yud, which is the God spark, and then another cuff. So it's a double cuff and a, that and that and that God spark in it, and there you got you a habakik, okay? Now we're talking a God hug. So when we left our hero... I was standing at the back of my Jeep. Here comes this other Jeep down the hill without a driver in it. And it crushes me between the two, narrowly severing my left leg. Okay, I won't go into all the gory details. Mm. But for some reason, God has left this impression in my heart for years and years and years. This is like my testimony of like, I know when I get to the celestial city, like, you know, <laughs> Valiant and Plymouth's Progress, in, in Pl- yeah, Plymouth's Progress that I'm going to hold this out and say, I remember the God hug, okay? Mm. Because they couldn't get anything to me for well over an hour because wow. we were way up in the mountains. And so they couldn't My get in goodness. a helicopter or whatever, and they knew they had to get me to the hospital. And so everybody was freaking out that I was going to go into shock mm. because there was a lot of mess that was going on there. But somehow I felt, and I remember screaming, Jesus, help me. Mm-hmm. And I remember him coming down, and I got a full-fledged Habakkuk, okay? I didn't just get a Habakkuk. I got the whole Habakkuk. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember vividly when they finally got there and they hit me with the morphine that I didn't feel any different because I already was in no pain. Wow. Okay? That we're talking a real-life Habakkuk, mm-hmm. okay? So what I want you to think about for me today is in your life. Do you remember Habakkuk? I mean, one, maybe it was from your earthly father or somebody that God had placed in your life as a father, or maybe it was from the heavenly father, but you got this hug that was beyond a super hug. It was like, oh my goodness, this is exactly the moment and this is exactly the time and you were there for me and you always will be, Mm. right? Right. And so very cool. I do have Andrew who's in Moxville calling in. And he wants to talk to me. Now, Andrew is in my special needs class I do uh-huh. on Sundays at Calvary. Um, one of my favorite young men. So, Andrew, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Thank you for calling in. Oh, well, you're welcome. And uh, I was just trying to see where is Tammy at? See, that would be my <laughs> wife, for those of you who don't know. And Andrew, he loves me, but he really loves my wife. <laughs> Well, yeah. you're you're talking Saturday morning at ten twenty four. The chances of my wife being awake, Andrew, <laughs> are not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, if you call it about forty five minutes, you might you might get her. But how are you this Father's Day? Oh, I'm doing good, and um, I. But you know what, Robbie? I just I, I love your show, and I love your voice, and I hadn't talk to you i've been busy a lot so i've been i've been trying to figure out what's you know what's going on you know where's tammy at yeah i know i know she always appreciates your calls andrew and she's at home and so you can get her in about 45 minutes but thank you for calling so kind of him yeah (laughs) but you know 
Yeah. I I I adore your wife, and it's it's very. <laughs> uh, I just I just you know I hear my voice on the radio, and it's 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 I hadn't I've been so busy that I have not ever I have never said anything about <laughs> that about Cavry. And I just hate it that I have I am not there to see you guys. So Andrew, I remember you. One of my favorite Andrew memories is you used to love to come into the <laughs> studio when you were younger, and you would do the the weather report because you love to do radio. So, you know, just for our listeners, yeah. if you got a forecast for us today, <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, the forecast for the Northwest Piedmont, including foothills, including Winston Salem, Greensboro, High Point, Moxville, all surrounding communities. Also, the northern foothills, including Winston, Salem, Greensboro, High Point, and Moxville, in Burlington. The sky is today today mostly sunny with a high in the mid to upper 40s. I mean, 80s, 7. Uh, you are a master. Uh, at, i got to tell you. Excellent. For today, mostly just... sunny with a high in the mid to upper 90s. Hot today, tonight, with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, 20% chance. Of a late day shower or a thunderstorm in the highs. Wow, of- he's a natural. <laughs> so comprehensive. 102, down in Winston Salem. If you keep on the Christian Gar Guys show, go to www.robbydoborka.com. Excellent, Andrew. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, buddy. I got to go. You call Tammy in about 45 minutes, okay? She should be up by then. And once again, I want to remind you. Have a good day, and I'll see you sometime this year. Thank and, you, buddy. Uh, and I love you, Robbie. I love you too, Andrew. God bless. Bye bye. That was see great. Yeah. In that, Man. you don't get an Andrew forecast just uh-uh. every day. So, Scott, you've had a chance, right? Which, interestingly, you know, in our own way, we're we're kind of, you know, helping out single moms, widows, and being a father. Right. And so, you had a chance to make some of those calls. And and can you share what that was like? Yes, I'd love to. Um. Thank you. What a blessing. What a privilege and an honor. I'm so humbled uh, to be doing this Jesus labor of love and reach out to these young ladies that are in needs. Um, it's not so much my benevolence. This is more a cathartic thing. Um, once I heard about it, I just did a quick prayer, prayer, and then I called in, and most of the work has already been done. So... These ladies have already been screened and vetted, and so my primary focus is just to call them up, listen to them, find out what their needs are, and the best part is I get to pray with them. Yeah, and, and we're going to get to hear about that in just a minute. we got to go to a break, Scott. I'm sorry to cut you off in mid-prayer. And when we get back, you're going to hear so much more of your father's favorite, his Habakkuk, when we come back. We need those stories, 866-34-TRUTH. Call us with them. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Son rarely tells his father how he really feels. A handshake or a pat on the back is all that he reveals. I'd like to write that wrong. Hearing this little song. Thank you for shaping my life Thank you for teaching me all you can 
Your father's favorite today on the Christian Car Guy Show, his Habakkuk. <laughs> Not just a hap, but the Habakkuk, <laughs> you know, the complete whole deal, right? So we would love your story today, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And I'm going to bet you, Scott, that many, many, many father, I mean, many, many sons out there know that their father's favorite was the Mustang. And so oh, yeah. we got big news coming from Ted Ryan with Ford. Ted, welcome back. <laughs> it's good to have you here, my archives guy. Yeah, thank you for having me on, Robbie. I get to talk Mach 1, and that's always a fun uh, Saturday morning occupation for me. Yeah, and I can imagine how many fathers there are out there whose favorite was the Mach 1. I mean... You know, my favorite, I, when James Bond pulled up in that red Mach 1 and diamonds are forever, mm. you knew something interesting was about to happen. Hell I yeah. didn't expect him to ride on two wheels down a Vegas alleyway, but you knew mm. something was going to happen. That yep. was the and coolest that, stunt yeah. I think I have ever seen. In, I mean, I'll never, ever forget that scene. It was. I won't either, and I've never researched, but now that I think, I want to do it <laughs> what, a, what a waste of a great car but it, it does make for fantastic movie them so after 17 years the mach 1 nameplate is coming back next spring and oh it's an exciting new cool Mustang. yeah that is that is so what is what is going to be special about a mach 1 over a regular mustang <laughs> well the difference with this particular one is it's in between a regular mustang and the shelby uh gt uh models uh it's so it's and it's going to be in that same price bridge as well. So it's not, it's a performance vehicle. So it's a higher performing vehicle than your typical Mustang. In fact, it's going to be a, the highest performing track vehicle uh, Ford has ever produced. Uh, mm. It's going to have a V8 engine, 480 horsepower at 7,000 RPM. But it, it's something that it, it's more, is a better performing vehicle than your standard Mustang without having to go all the way up to the Shelby GT or, or Boss category. Uh, so, and, and it looks, you know, I always say the best Mustangs look fast, even standing still. This thing not only looks fast, it looks fierce. When it pulls up and you see it in your rear view mirror, you know, it's a little bit different Mustang. That is so cool. So Ted, you know, it is Father's Day and you're a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your dad's favorite Ford? You know, we're going to at least, I'm not really putting you on the hook. You can, you can stay forward, but what, what do you think would have been your father's favorite Ford? Well, I 100% know he had a 1966 uh, yellow wow. Mustang convertible. Oh, wow. uh, I could see it now. And then when, when I was born, I was kid number two. They still found a way to, to fit us in there. Uh, but he still talks about that Mustang uh, and, and, and absolutely loves it. I, and I, I'm a father, and I've got a Mustang out in my driveway as well. And I, I love showing the kids. I throw the kids uh, the keys to my kids and say, "Drive it, but don't get a ticket." <laughs> that is so cool, Ted. Thank you for sharing again, and yeah. from the archives of Ford, and and your love for history is 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 just wonderful. So God bless well, you. Thank we, you for having me on, Robbie. I have a great Father's Day. Give your dad yeah. a big. Habakkuk hug for me, okay? <laughs> I sure will. He's coming down tomorrow. We'll Good. See him. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, so thanks, wonderful. Ted. So when we left our hero Scott, so you had a chance to, and it is really a joy of joys that that you have these single moms or mm -hmm. widows. They don't right. have necessarily a father that they could have called to get them mm -hmm. out of this bind, and so it's kind of like we get to, you know help Jesus, you know, however that looks Absolutely, like, yeah. or hopefully highlight Jesus. 
And and so can you take us a little bit without using anybody's name into that first time you went to pray with one of them? Absolutely. Um, as I said, uh, most of the work's already been done for me. These ladies have already been uh, screened and vetted, and I have a little dossier right there, a little information. And so I just basically ask them what they'd like to talk about if they have any needs and of course, I know some of their needs, but I ask them about their family members or um, their grandkids or, or any issues they're going through. And if they have any concerns about the um, current status that we're in with some of the perhaps some of the racial tensions and the COVID-19. And, and we just talk and, and I listen and, and we pray. And it's just been so cathartic and beneficial to me. And um, I'm still new at it, but um, I'm so far I'm really enjoying it. So for me personally, you know, I was about two weeks ago, I was like feeling overwhelmed. And so I'm praying, God, please send me some help, please. And so Scott in his own way was kind of like a God hug. But, you know, I'm kind of greedy, if you know me, like I need more. <laughs> I don't what I need more. And if if you're really familiar with the Christian car guy, you know, I've got a podcast and that podcast right. has become really popular. Uh-huh. And I'm really, really grateful. But along with that, I have the the Christian Car Guy Theater. And so with the Christian Car Guy Theater comes a whole lot of production work. And with the podcast comes a whole lot of production work. So I'm, I'm constantly releasing every single day. If you mm-hmm. haven't checked it out, I have what's called Robbie's Classic Comedy. Okay. So these <laughs> joke of the day kind of thing, they're, they're like, if you go to my podcast, which is Christian Car Guy, just tell Siri or whoever you want to listen to Christian Car Guy podcast, you'll see every day I release some joke stuff. Well, <laughs> I need some help from somebody <laughs> that wishes to volunteer some and new also material. learn radio. Like I'd be more than happy to teach them how to do this production work, how to find those pieces of audio, or even how to help me mix the Christian Car Guy Theater, whatever. You want that in your life and just to have some fun and you happen to be in the Winston-Salem, Greensboro, High Point area, hey, just go on my website. You can email me, rdillmore at truthnetwork.com. I just thought I'd point that out. At the same time, tell you that if you really like laughing with Robbie, <laughs> and if you if you like my corny humor, <laughs> and I know that does not even include my own wife, uh, but for the few of you that are out there, you know, if you go to uh, the, the podcast at christiancarguy.com, you can, you can hear those. Scott, have you heard them? I have. Okay. So and I enjoy them. I'm glad. I'm glad there's one. So my listener is very pleased. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Beth Ann? Well, She's, uh... <laughs> you kind of remind me of my dad. Oh, yeah, so we got to get back to that. So how about your dad? What's your, what's, can you remember some stuff that oh, he delighted man. in? Oh, um, man, he was a jokester. My dad was a jokester, and I always thought, Dad, you need some new material. You need some new material. <laughs> but his hook, Wobby, was when he was getting ready to deliver the punchline, he'd start laughing himself. And so a lot of times it diminished the impact of the joke. Not only that, but you didn't hear the punchline, but you started laughing anyway because he was laughing. And it was just so funny and so joyous. I miss him so much. Uh, He must have been in radio because, you know, in radio, there was nobody to laugh at your jokes. (laughs) And so I found it very helpful to laugh myself. Somebody's laughing in the equation. Oh, he was always laughing. (laughs) So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You know, my dad, I was thinking about it this morning. Like, what are some of the favoritest things? And we need to hear stories at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH, that 
my dad loved to trout fish, but not just trout Ooh. fish. He, he 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 had a specific way he did that. He used a clear bubble. Oh, and then he put a a, a salmon egg. Now he was not a fly fisherman. No, no he, there had to be a salmon egg on the end of that deal. <laughs> and that's like, almost like cheap. You were in Bob Dillmore heaven if you could find a stream where you could put the little bubble and and he would go catch brook trout or whatever. Oh, and and he could sit there for hours and hours and hours. I, even into his late eighties. Wow. Um, I can remember him eighty six. We're we're getting him down into the chair so he could <laughs> sit there and fish with that bubble in Colorado. I was just like, oh my goodness, and he delighted that. And the other thing that I would point out is my father, and probably <laughs> me. My wife would tell you that. That I could not hug when I was younger. It was, I didn't have. I could hug, but I couldn't hug back. It okay, and, and, but my father and he could have maybe when he was younger, but when he got into his late 80s, he actually developed the ability to <laughs> habakkuk. Okay, I mean he could he could when he hugged you, you felt his delight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You felt like he was delighting in the fact that that he had this relationship with his son and he had a chance to express it. Reminds me of my pastor Gary. Well, he's a bear hugger. Is he? Oh yeah. He can Habakkuk. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and isn't that isn't that cool? So you know, you're listening and oh, you're yeah. thinking, I've only got one segment left to call in and share with Robbie <laughs> about my Habakkuk experience. So eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. And yes, my father's favorite car was a 1940 Ford, and, and interestingly, a 1440 Ford Coupe. He met my—I mean, he married my wife with. They had that car, and had a, apparently some kind of rumble seat or oh, something. Oh yeah. He still had a wrench that fit that car. Clear. I still have it in my toolbox. Wow. That went to his 40 Ford Coupe. Maybe you got one of those Ford monkey wrenches. It was. <laughs> so we're gonna put a monkey wrench in the last segment with your call. No, just kidding. Eight six six. Three four eight seven eight eight four. Please call. I'm dying to hear the story. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. And the rattlesnake said, "I wish I had hands so I could hug you like a man." And then the cactus said, "But don't you understand? My skin is covered with sharp spikes that'll stab you like a." A hug would be nice, but hug my flower with your eyes. To the flowers said, I wish I was a tree. The tree said, I wish I could be. Well, if you don't think that's an interesting song, I don't know. <laughs> to show you to the depths of which I play with music sometimes when I'm going to try to find something. I found that song and I thought... You know, somebody was really creative, you know, like the rattlesnake wanted to have arms so he could hug the catfish, and the catfish didn't want to be hugged because he was going to spike him. And and I thought, you know, <clears throat> what a fascinating thing he says, to hug my flower with your eyes. Um, <clears throat> so this is today. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Your father's favorite, his Habakkuk. In other words, that super hug, a God hug kind of thing that you get. And we are very blessed because we have Richard is in Welcome. has got a father story for us when we need yours. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. Richard, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> I'm excited. Hope you guys are doing well. We are. Excuse me, i got to step back outside. I'm at a customer's house, and i got the dogs barking. <laughs> 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 I, 
I, I don't know where to start, but uh, um, probably one of the funniest things that Dad used to do, and it was always when he wanted to talk to us, my sister and I, or something like that. So he had an old 60s truck, you know, the ones with the bench seat. Right. Mm-hmm. Dad's <laughs> not much of a talker. We're riding the long, quiet stretch of road, and he reaches over and slaps the seat. <laughs> usually that would get us to jump. But it was usually what followed afterwards that was always either something very profound, something he needed to share with us, or his way of just trying to, to show some love. And I guess the slapping of the seat sometimes was his method of breaking the ice. <laughs> yeah, um, that works. Uh, uh, Get your it, attention. it worked. Get your attention. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, um, it would um, involve a longer conversation, sometimes at a later time. But it was later on when uh, Dad had pretty much retired from the railroad, and he was living in southeastern Washington State. And I was up there trying to help him out with things that we had some of our, our best times together. And one of the strange pictures that's still in my mind was the when it snowed and I decided to build a snowman, you know, so here's a 40-year-old guy out in the yard building a snowman. <laughs> Good for you. And Dad was a coffee drinker. <laughs> yeah, so and was he didn't mine. Just like, he didn't just like any old coffee. He liked good coffee. Yeah, me too. So he had ground some beans and made some coffee, and I took a cup, and I said, Dad, you need to come out with me. And we went outside there, and he said, what's going on? Well, I'd fashioned an arm to hold a cup of coffee, and the three of us took a picture in the front yard. I can see that now. <laughs> and, and that, if I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you, Richard, that that moment <laughs> is down in your soul. Yeah, like it, 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 it really is. I'm, I'm really trying, trying, trying to. Trying yeah. to hold back the tears. The I can I yeah. can tell that. And it's all right. And and that is a full fledged Habakkuk right there. Yeah. I mean, he may not have had his arms around you, but he that this was a holy moment and and it was it was a way you could tell your father was delighting in, in, in your playfulness, right? Yeah. You're you're making a snowman. And so, you know, yeah. Elsa would have been very proud. I mean, yeah. she she would be singing you know, do you want to make a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> so, be kind of hard in that region. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Richard. God bless you. I'm so grateful. What was your dad's name? Uh, Arnold. He Arnie. went by Arnie. He Arnie. went by Arnie. And, and how everybody long? Called him, everybody called him Arnie, which was, was close to honorary, which is the way he was most of the time. <laughs> and slapping the seat. I'm not going to forget that one. Yeah. I may have to use that on my grandkids, you know. Slapping <laughs> <laughs> Get their attention one way or another. Thank you, Richard. God bless Thank you. Thanks you. for calling what in today. What a great story. God bless you guys. Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. We just, you know, we got a couple minutes, and I just need another one of these. You know you're thinking about it. Don't, don't. You could share with the entire world how cool your dad was. Yeah. I mean, this is cool stuff. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. These, you know, moments that get into your soul. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that's like in there. Oh, yeah. A- and when I think about this 
experience, it really is available to us. Mm-hmm. If we'll get quiet, and you know, often it, in my case, it, it it requires a lot of wrestling. I know exactly how Jacob felt. You know, if you think about it, he was putting a, a God hug on, oh, yeah. you know, the angel or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to get you know the whole deal. Absolutely, he wouldn't let go. No, just like the little boy with the with the post, right? He's not letting go. <laughs> uh-uh. a- a- and uh, so that's where I find myself often. Like I cannot, I really don't know where to go with this or what I'm doing. Mm. You know, I struggle with things, and I and I latch on, and and quite often, you know, then he gives me stuff mm. to go and and play, right? Right? And mm. and so you know, here's this childlike spirit again, and and you if you go look at the word embrace, just in a King James version, and if you look in a, a concordance, or if you go to ChristianCarguy.com, you can see my notes today, where I show you the Habakkuk and the Habakkuk. Mm-hmm. But if, if you just look, there's only 14 times that the word is used. Mm. Um, and, and you can tell that there's, in most of them, there's something pretty holy going on. Mm. And, you know, the one time, which I think is really cool, was when Elisha, or however you would say the second one that came after Elisha, everybody, you know, says that different. I get it. But anyway, he had the widow. And he told the widow that she would embrace a son this time next fall. Mm -hmm. And and when I, that was the one that God really highlighted my morning with, like how cool was that for her? Right. She'd wanted and wanted and wanted a son. And so that time, and, and here this man of God, Alicia is telling her this time next year, you're going to be embracing a son. So as I, I I was thinking, how cool is it that I have a son and I have two grandsons <laughs> that I can embrace yeah. like that, yeah. that, that, yeah, I couldn't Habakkuk when I was younger. My mom would have told you, Robbie was just not a good Habakkuker, <laughs> <laughs> but there is time if you're a father oh, yeah. or if you have a time Always to go time. Habakkuker, your dad, I mean, this is a great day to do that. But if you're like some of us and we don't have him, we do have our sons and we have our grandsons. Mm -hmm. And whatever that may look like, I hope and I do pray for all of us that we Mm -hmm. get a chance to do some full-fledged tobacco-ing, you know, tomorrow again. You know, we're so grateful for you listening today, the Christian Car Guy Show. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, there you'll find all the podcasts, Christian Car Guy Theater, Plymouth Progress, the Jesus Labor of Love that Scott's talking about that he— has volunteered with. If you've never listened before, you may not know. That's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And so that's there. You know somebody that needs help. You know somebody wants to donate a car. You know somebody that that wants to take part in that Absolutely. in any way, shape, or form. It's Christian, right off. Yeah, ChristianCarGuy.com. It's right there. All those different resources. And, you know, wow, you guys are a huge resource for us. Yeah. So we are so grateful for every one of you that listened today. And, and we pray that you would have a very Habakkuker Father's Day. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked <laughs> all everywhere he went. Sure did. Got it all done in 33 sure years. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs>
You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.